0: Welcome to On Purpose, where you can find a community of financial service movers and shakers who are changing the face of finance. Hear from award winners, thought leaders, authors, and executives who are part of the undercurrent of industry change. They're pushing the edge and frankly, doing things differently on purpose. Let's dive in. Matt, welcome. Hi. Hello. It's so good to have you. I feel like we were just chatting and I'm like, how have we not talked more? Like our worlds know. are colliding.
1: <laughs> we, there, there are so many overlaps to, you know, this person really well. And I know that person oh, really well and how we never met. I don't know how that's possible, it's, but it's, I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you for having
0: me. Of course. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for your time. So we have both ended up in this financial services world. How the heck did you get here? What's your story? I can't wait to hear about the climb to where you are, but how did you land where you are?
1: Well, so um, quite an unlikely place, actually. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the truncated version. I graduated uh, from, from college with a degree in applied ethics and right. got one of four paid internships in the United States doing biomedical ethics at a hospital system in Omaha, Nebraska. So that landed me in Omaha, Nebraska. Had a bunch of jobs there. Uh, that was a really difficult job and that could be a podcast in itself. What I had to do as an ethicist, um, not a lot of fun. Everybody died is kind of the way I, I couch oh, all dear. of that.
0: Okay. And
1: um, and then and then um, my wife and I worked at a place called Boys Town. And mm-hmm. that got me wanting to become a therapist. So I went to graduate school and I got my degree as a therapist and a master's degree as a life coach. Found I out know. I was a, not a great therapist, uh, which would have been great if they would have told me that in grad school, like, hey, dude, you suck at this, you should probably go in a different path. Um, so after I had hung my own shingle uh, and just cried every day uh, sure. because just, you know, all they do, people just dump stuff on you. and And mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to that. I don't yeah. think it's any less manly to sit and sob. Actually, I think it's very manly, actually, to be in touch with your emotions, but um, uh, then I applied to a place called Carson, uh, which actually was called Peak. It was was Peak something something Peak Advisor Coaching, uh, okay. and then it became Peak. So I worked with a guy named Ron Carson in his coaching program. I did that for about four or five years, okay. and that's how I got into financial services.
0: Oh my gosh! So a whole path. What? So were you with Were you with Carson for some time? Then
1: I was. So I was there from oh six to. 12 or 11 right around
0: there. So, okay. So how about proud mouth? How did it get started? Why the name? It just makes you smile when you say it. So just how did you kind of, it sounds like the next turning point in your career then was getting what you've got going today. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I met this crazy Canadian guy at a conference, right? So uh, so he was speaking about branding and I was speaking about PR mm-hmm. uh, because I'd just gotten off the second season of Practice Makeover for Investment News, which was a reality show for financial advisors where we basically de- deconstructed their practices. So much fun. Me and Matt Ackerman, we had such a great time doing hey, that it.
0: That sounds really fun.
1: Um yeah, in fact, I don't even know if it's still I think it's out there still, but it's yeah. really good. Uh I mean, not because I was there is because how Matt produced the whole thing. Right. Anyway, uh, he's he's a genius. If you don't know who Matt Ackerman is who's who's listening to this, you need to follow this guy cuz he is the bee's knees. Um so we were at a conference and and Kirk came over and he said he said um I I'd, I'd like to find a way for us to work together. Yeah. And I, I, I had heard of him, uh, and I was like, okay, yeah. So we hung out, we had dinner and all of that sort of stuff. And, um, and so then I went home and he went home, I started Googling him. And then he was like a dog on a bone. Like he just, he was like, Hey dude, I'd like to meet. I'd like to meet. I was like, man, there's something here. Um, so we decided to, to fold both of our companies into one company, which at the time was Top Advisor Marketing, was what we started with. Uh, we started right. in that about 2016, 2017 was our right. start. We had no clients, no product. In fact, Kirk floated our business with his ending of his branding clients uh, until we had enough uh, stuff to get started. And then about two and a half, three years ago now, we rebranded to Proudmouth. Um, After my partner had gone to the largest marketing meeting, that's a private invite only marketing meeting where like the marketers from Apple and Land Rover and Nike are there speaking on stage called The Gathering, Mm -hmm. Um, met the guy who wrote the book called Fix, which is how to build a cult brand. He came back and he said, we're going to rebrand with this guy. We need a budget for it. Much like you, we've bootstrapped everything from the beginning. And uh, that's how Proudmouth was, was born. Um, we just really think that advisors should be a lot more proud of who they are, what they do and what makes them unique and different. And we also know that they talk for a living. And so that was just kind of the mashup that ended up happening, we had yeah. a great graphic design team.
0: And it was freaking cool. Oh my gosh. So tell us about what you're doing today. So, and how you're working with firms and getting them going and your team is huge too. I mean, yeah, yeah it's grown like wildfire. So <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're the largest podcasting company in North America for financial advisors. So we've done 7,000 episodes and about a quarter of a million social media posts for financial advisors. Wow. So what we do uh, is we help advisors rise above the noise and be their own loud and stop being the best kept secret in their area. And mm-hmm. we do that by podcasting, right? So we also offer video services and things like that because you have to do all of that. Right. Um, But basically what happens is advisors talk for a living. Uh, we have professional co-hosts that help the advisors. It's an wow. interview format. And um, yeah, they do, most of our clients do two podcasts a month. And then we create anywhere from 14 to 20 pieces of custom written social media assets based off that thought leadership. And we actually post for them uh, because advisors don't do that. And we've got a secure way to do that. The other thing about us is we are 100% compliant. And so we have had zero compliance issues since inception. I am the person who is basically the chief compliance officer here. I meet with every broker dealer, every RIA um, I mean, so, so that's, that's what we, that's our, that's our day job and we're, and we're producing butter. anywhere from a hundred to 150 episodes a month right now. So.
0: Holy smokes. That is a lot. You guys are keeping busy. You're doing editing. You yeah. got, you oh, got yeah. social content. You probably yep. got a million different tabs open. I think we all do to some degree. So, <laughs> um, so that's great. So tell us like just about like podcasting, you know, what's the process like? I mean, well we could probably both speak to what the process is like but yeah i mean on your end you know what i I was talking with an advisor the other day and he's like i'm thinking about getting this podcast going blah 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 and then i started going to like the volume of time right Mm -hmm. and just the energy that it takes and not everybody's it's not everybody's jams and some people think they can diy which they can but like sure it's like your time trade-off yada yada so like, you know, how would you kind of frame this from a cost benefit or maybe even just a cost time or or however you want to kind of frame it for, for someone who's entertaining it?
1: Well, we offer absolutely 100% free ability to start your own podcast. If you go to the podrocketacademy.com, we have a podcasting 101 course that will tell you every single solitary thing you need to do to start a podcast, compliant podcast, including graphic design, the whole nine yards. Um, but if you're going to do it yourself, uh, what you have to, to kind of your, the calculation is, first off, it's very difficult to do it yourself. So you're going to have to hire graphic designers and generally you're going to have to hire, hire an audio producer, right? Cause you yep. have to do post-production, you know, take out the umso, so you know, sneezes, coughs, intro, outro, if you're going to put a mid-roll ad, all of those things, um, you're looking at about a 12 to 20 hours of your time a month to create your own podcast that will be successful.
0: That sounds about fair. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep who's got 20 hours, right? Lauren, who does? Nobody does,
1: right? They should be doing other stuff. I Um, know. And so if you use our, what we refer to as our managed influence services, which is when we do it for you. So we actually... Kind of force you to show up. You have to be yep. prepared. All you have to do is the outline of the show. Then you get behind the mic. We interview you. You drop the mic. We do the rest. Yep, yep, uh, you yep. have to deal with the compliance component of it. It's only two to two to four hours a month, depending on right, the frequency right. of podcasts.
0: Right. Okay, so taking a step back, right? You got mm-hmm. podcasts as a content drip platform, right? Mm-hmm. So does your team work with or what are your thoughts around using that platform for more lead generation efforts, like, you know, uh, creating drip drip campaigns, throwing these into a part of a a regular drip newsletter, those sorts of things. What kind of conversations are you having with firms to then be able to go, yeah, we got this drip feature, but how are we going to capture those leads? How are we going to be able to measure success? Yada, yada. So, yes.
1: So that is a a very very deep question because I know I am going to.
0: Yeah, you did, but that's all
1: right. No, no, because here's the deal: is we have to change the conversation because Mm -hmm. marketing should not equal leads. That is actually not the appropriate question or the appropriate calculation, right? So the first thing that you have to understand is marketing should be all any of marketing, whether it's podcasting, vlogs, video newsletters, blogs, or anything, that should be a client communication tool. So you actually need to allocate time and budget as a client retention, client communication component. That's vitally important, right? Um, Now, when it comes to generating leads, so we're slow marketing. All great marketing is slow. If anybody comes in and tells you that we're gonna be able to get you leads in 30 to 45 days, first off, they're not gonna be qualified. They're not gonna be the right people and you're gonna be selling to skeptics, not to fans. Our process takes 18 to 24 months. So ours is momentum marketing, right? All great marketing is momentum.
0: Okay. So to back it up though, you got the momentum marketing going. It's in Mm -hmm. 18 to 24 months. Mm -hmm. Is there any other kind of additional um, flows that the team is working on to be able to support with that? Maybe because you talk a little bit more about that, you know, is it, is it a a access to special VIP podcasts? It is a side group. Is it a drip? you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, piece. What, tell me, tell us more about that so we can hear a little bit more about how it goes into the kind of the at-large ecosystem just to help folks think about beyond just you got to have the slow and steady, but mm-hmm. also just that, you know, someone's ready to engage deeper level. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So the crazy thing is, is so we call it pull marketing, not push marketing. And so people actually end up calling you saying, I'm ready to work with you. Uh, And so, you know, how does that get into the, to a nurture sequence? Well, we have nine podcast growth tactics that we take all of our clients through. And one of the most, uh, well, two that are really fantastic is one driving them to an event, Mm -hmm. whether that's an educational workshop or whether that's a client focused or prospecting event. And then the other one would be white papers, man. I can't tell you that is still such a magnificent lead magnet. People right. love the top 10 things you have to know about claiming social security, right? The top 10 mistakes business owners make when they sell their companies. Honey, I mean, people click on that stuff and they will gladly put their email in because what you've done is you've put in enough um Uh, wisdom into the karmic pool of knowledge, right? Uh, That it's okay for you to ask them to do something. We have something called the perfect podcasting formula. It's storytelling, education, entertainment, call to action. You have to have those four things in everything that you do, newsletters, vlogs, video, you know, whatever you want to do. And that call to action needs to be successively more pointed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so at some point you're going to say, listen, you know, we're 79 episodes into this podcast. For those of you who are listening, who haven't picked up the phone yet, you have to ask yourself, what, what are you waiting for? Is it really just not the right time? or Are you afraid to have the conversation? If, if you're afraid to have the conversation, just give us a call. Listen, it's no pressure. It's, you see what I'm saying? I mean, there there are ways to be able to do that because here's the thing, and people don't like hearing this podcasting sucks that all that other stuff, because like, for instance, I can get rough demographic and psychographic information on listeners, but because of the way podcasting works in the world, it's hard to glean that information. Mm. And you also have to have a very a specific technique in the show notes of the summary of each podcast in order to drive people to that Great. so that there are things that they can click on and then I can start tracking them.
0: I know it's so complex, right? Because there's this idea of per, like the actual podcast, but then there's the outpour of all the steps that happen next, then tap yep. into SEO and, and pushing content and leveraging channels and the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? It's a whole, the whole kit and caboodle, if you will. So- what kind of trends are you seeing in the podcasting world? Is there anything in particular from a trend perspective that people are leaning into or doing maybe the length of a podcast or mm-hmm. maybe the, um, uh, I don't know, if it is a style of how they're interviewing folks or not even an interview. Maybe it's it's talking or tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah we're not a huge fan of solo casts uh unless you are a professionally trained actress uh it's very difficult to hold somebody's (laughs) attention and we the 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 numbers are still numbers 27 minutes is the ideal podcast length Mm -hmm. it's because that's the commute it's about how long people take to get ready in the morning uh it's about how long it takes people to cook dinner it's about how long people can exercise before they have heart attack and Mm -hmm. so we know that that is the right length right Mm -hmm. um so so what are the trends? The trends really are all about the interview format. Most of our clients, their first six episodes are really about them. So it's our people interviewing them to pull out their brilliance and what makes them unique and different. Right. And then the podcast really switches. And then the interviews are brought to the listener by the financial planning firm, mm-hmm. right? But it's generally not about Roth conversions and 401ks. It's about interviewing people who are like their ideal client or centers of influence because – so I'll I'll tell you a very quick story. So there's a woman named Misty Lynch, uh, and she's somebody that everybody needs to be paying attention to because she is probably going to be – if she isn't already on the top 100 people to watch in financial services, she will be within the next – probably 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, so she has a podcast. Uh, She's an unbelievable marketer. She uses her podcast to prospect. She Mm -hmm. only works with successful female run business owners in the greater Boston area. Mm -hmm. So all she does is she calls up female business. Hey, would you like to be on our podcast? She talks to them about, you know, what the podcast is about. She interviews them within that 30 minutes. She deepens that relationship with them so much because podcasting is so intimate she closes and I don't, she just spoke at Jolt and I'm probably going to get this number wrong, but I think she said that she gets 50% of the people making an appointment to actually talk to her about being their planner.
0: Wow. That's what
1: marketing does that, yeah. right? I mean, that's insane, but she's very hyper-focused um, and she's really good at what she does.
0: Oh, she knows her target well. So she's got a platform that is an opportunity to engage them. And like you said, bring out their their brilliance. So. <laughs> So fun. Okay. So when you're talking about the profiles earlier of the 27 minutes, right? And if you looked at um, Entrepreneur on Fire, he has, I don't know if it's still on his website, but he's got this awesome profile of like who his target is and the things that you're saying, like it's on the way to work, you know, the length of time or dropping off the kids to school or whatever. Totally. And it gives this idea, right? It's like, it goes back to this idea of knowing your target, and why you would record something for as long as you would the whole, the whole thing. So yeah. very cool. Um. Okay. So any advice you have for advisors i mean have you like you've totally you know your team's totally leaned into this this podcasting platform yeah. if someone's even thinking about it or you know any kind of yeah tips that you have for folks that you, i mean you've seen you've got i'm sure a number of case studies
1: we do uh, and actually we we have some really great case studies on our website um but but so there's really three things so so the first thing is 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 and you'll love this as a fellow marketer you can't market to everybody. So, yes, so the first you. mental <laughs> hurdle you have to get over is you have to have a niche podcasting will not work. It just yes. So if you don't have a niche, don't podcast. Just don't do it. It's not worth your time. It's okay. not worth the expense. So there's number one. Number two, um, you have to know what you're talking about. So before we ever want you to hit record, we Mm -hmm. take, um, prospects or on webinars and things like that. We take people through how to come up with your first 12 podcast topics Mm -hmm. and it's rather long. So I'm not going to go through it today. Um, but uh, but we've already, we got all sorts of content out there about that. So you guys can just look me up and they can find that. Um, so that's number two. So please know what you're talking about. And then three hit record. Hit oh, record yes. you don't have to have uh, you know, we were talking before that you're like, wow, you have all of this equipment. Yeah, I'm a literally a professional podcaster, but but you can just choose your phone. Just choose your phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Use your AirPods. In fact, what's really great is, and I don't have them right next to me, the old Apple uh, corded things. Yes. That you know, those there's a magic fairy in that microphone. It's unbelievable. Yes but that's, that's it. Just hit record practice. So one of the things people don't really understand about podcasting, it's a show, Mm -hmm. right? So, so Lauren, when, when, before I have a whole pregame, by the way, so I did this in preparation for you and I do it for all of the episodes that I do because I want to make sure that, that it's show time. You hit record, right? Lights, camera action, let's go. And so you got to get wrapped up. you do. You got to get ready. If you look at anybody who's a professional, right? Yeah. And and I love to challenge advisors with this all the time. When's the last time you warmed up before a client meeting?
0: Oh, they you don't. have to. But, but,
1: but they don't. Yeah. Because it's like, oh well, I do this all the time. Yeah. So let's look at somebody like um, Candace Parker, right? Mm-hmm. So Candace Parker is one of the greatest basketball players of our time. Uh, she is freaking believable now as she's doing more play-by-play stuff and analyst stuff. But she was really one of the greatest basketball players we've ever had uh, yeah. in the world of basketball. She warmed up 45 minutes taking shots. She's taking thousands of shots. She's stretching, right? She's meeting with her coach. They're going over plays. How come advisors don't realize that they need to be that level of professional when they show up to work? And I love challenging them with that because I just think it's, you just can't, and you can't phone content in.
0: Yes, it's so true. Yeah. I love it. It's so true. I mean, we, so like prepping for client meetings, we've got um, one individual on our team. She's amazing. She's like gone through it. She's rehearsed it. She's ready to go. And she's like, I'm ready for the questions. Like you got it. I've got all yeah. my tabs open, yada, yada. And it's part of that, right? It's being able to just be like you said, it's, you're like an athlete. It's, yeah. it's following the same formula. So, yeah. So, so, uh so tip is, is basically get, get revved up, practice, Yeah. yeah. know and what you're talking cool. about. Yep. Yeah. All those things. It's a, yeah, that's, I found that when folks like identify with a topic that is really their jam, it's just so natural. And like just that passion, just, mm-hmm. you know. And so being able to see that is really, really cool. So shout out actually to, um, to Kristen Luke. She's got uh, she's got a new book that's coming out. We actually just interviewed her recently um, and and a whole platform I know to be able to really find who your niche is. I have it right there. Oh.
1: Uh, she just sent me my advanced copy. I'm, I'm, cool. She quoted me about podcasting. So I'm oh. actually in the book. Uh, but I have it sitting right over there. It's called Uncomparable. Yes, yeah. and, and oh my God, everybody needs to buy the book. Um, there are a couple of books like that. Just, I'm sorry, you just went on a tangent. I'm gonna chase this rabbit real quick. no, please um, do. Kristen um Lu, um nope, nope, that's gonna drive me crazy. Uh just give me a second. Uh do, do, do. Kristen Shea okay. uh, has a book too. Uh it's basically about social media for financial advisors. Uh and and I'll try to get you that link so maybe you can put that in with something. Yeah. It, it is probably the best, most frank look at content marketing I've ever seen in a book. Cool. Um and she is, she's another one of those rising stars that she, she's going to own. Now, you might not want me to say this out loud on your vlog here, but, but uh, she's probably going to be one of the people who is the most sought after marketer in financial services very soon.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, she, well, I, good, to be so. able to have pieces like that, you know, that are so valuable and to be able to take the time to put them together is, is it's great opportunity, you know, regardless. So, and you know, it takes a village, right? We're all sharing knowledge and that's, that's part of why, why we're here too. So, okay. We're at about 27 minutes. Okay. So any final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so
1: fi- final thoughts is li- listen. So there's, there's two things that I want your, your audience to, to hear from me. Uh, number one, um, Content marketing is the only marketing left that really works, right? Uh, I mean, do you have to have all of the lead magnets? Yes, but everything has to be done infusing your own personality and what makes you unique and different. If you're not communicating that, if you're using other people's content, if you're just repurposing stuff that's approved from a compliance standpoint, you're really not doing yourself a lot of favors because what people want is you. They wanna know, like, and trust you and you can do that through great content marketing. And the last thing I wanna talk about is just very quickly about podcasting. When is the last time that you were introduced and uh, actually invited into your clients and ideal prospects and centers of influence is quiet time, mm-hmm. right? Because it's creepy. Right. You're not just going to show up and start talking to them through the window while they're cooking dinner, but they opt into listening to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. And people listen to podcasts when they're doing things in their private time. Mm -hmm. What an amazing way to build a very intimate relationship with people at scale right? Mm -hmm. Talking about the things that you're passionate about, which is why we think the power of podcasting is so, so strong. Video is amazing. We offer video services, but here's the deal. Video is not as portable. Can't watch a video when I'm driving down the road. Well, let me rephrase that. I shouldn't watch the video while I'm driving down the road, (laughs) right? I should be listening to a podcast. And we also firmly believe in the whole Gary Vaynerchuk model of do it once and then cut it into a million pieces, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: we record all of our episodes with video. So we have mm-hmm. a video component. We strip out the audio. Then we take that audio and we transcribe it because you have to do that for compliance. Then we take that transcription, we scrub it to make sure you didn't say anything stupid. Um, and then what we do is we turn that into social media assets and then put it out for the world to hear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's who we are and that's what we do. And marketers like you, you do we don't do what you do, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is why stuff like this is so fun. And and, and I honestly believe, Lauren that the world in financial services is really changing because i think more of us realize we should really play nice in the sandbox with each other Mm -hmm. because man we can change the industry just your Uh company and my company and you know what it needs to change
0: there's so much opportunity and that's part of these conversations it's being able to identify the undercurrent right and that's what we're talking about here is that it's part of the change it's part of helping folks to think differently about how to go about marketing and about how to go about their business model, their service model, whatever it is. So yeah, that's the fun stuff. So it's, it's trying to look, look ahead for the next gen too. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for sharing your wisdom and giving us some insights and we'll make sure, I feel like there were so many awesome shout outs. So we'll make sure to show those uh, in the notes below and we'll be talking soon.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. For more behind the scenes conversations and expert insights, subscribe to the podcast. Join us next time as we hear from leaders who are cutting through the clutter and doing things differently on purpose.